Hello and welcome to week 11 of a year full of gratitude with me, your host, Claire Yosa, author of the best-selling gratitude journal, A Year Full of Gratitude. And this week, we're looking at whether you are making the number one gratitude mistake. Now, hint, most of us are. How are you getting on so far? I would love to hear from you. If you're a reader of A Year Full of Gratitude, make sure you've joined the Readers Club and go and find me at week 11 in the Training Vault members area. If you're not a reader yet, you can buy a copy. <laughs> Let me know on the show notes page, claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week 11. That's 1111. How have these gratitude techniques been helping? What is shifting in your life and how is your experience of day-to-day living changing? And this week, week 11, is the number one gratitude mistake. Now, I've definitely done this. I remember when I was training back in 2008 to be a meditation teacher, when I then trained to be a yoga teacher, so often I wake up and I would think, oh, I don't want to practice today. I really don't want to do it today. If you want to find out about your excuses, if you've got the book, go and look in week 11 as a bonus video. If you haven't yet, I'm going to be back for week 12 with how to spot your excuses and what's really driving the show on that. But here's what I used to do. I would get up and I would do that meditation with my teeth gritted. Do you think that worked? (laughs) What do you think? Maybe I resented every poxy nanosecond I sat there forcing myself to meditate. Yeah, you guessed which one it is, yeah? Did the meditation work that day? No. (laughs) Did I feel better? No. (laughs) So it's the same with your gratitude practice. How can you tell if you're getting your gratitude practice right? Well, the gratitude techniques won't work as well if you're making this mistake, even the simple ones like the gratitude minute will feel tough. And it is such a simple mistake that most of us don't spot ourselves doing it. I'm guessing you might have guessed it from the story I just told you. It's forcing yourself to do the techniques. Yeah. Here's your tweetable. Gritted teeth do not an open heart make. Gritted teeth do not an open heart make. If you are pushing yourself on through and forcing yourself to experience gratitude through sheer willpower when what's going on in most of your mind is, I am not in the mood to do this, it's not going to work. Yet that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do your practice that day, but it's the number one mistake you can make with your gratitude practices to try and force yourself to do it when you're not in the mood, to grit your teeth, to push on through and somehow expect to feel happy, relieved and grateful at the other side of it. It isn't going to happen. So what can you do instead? Well, instead of gritting your teeth, forcing yourself through, triggering all of those physiological mind-body link changes that lead to stress state and resisting, you know, saying thank you through clenched teeth. <laughs> Allow yourself to play with the techniques. Do something to release that stress state. It might be some quick, deep breathing. I don't mean quick breathing, a short amount of deep breathing, like a breathing in through the nose. Let it go. 
<clears throat> do that three or four times. You might want to get up and dance. One of the things that works well for me when I'm in that state is literally dancing to my favorite music, wobbling my arms, my legs, shaking it out of my hands, my ankles, my toes, pulling funny faces, physically releasing that stuck, grumpy state. And then come back and choose to play with your gratitude techniques. Not forcing them, playing with them, okay? I've shaken off as much of that state as I can right now. Which one of the techniques do I want to play with next? Even the simple thought of I choose to do this right now will shift you back into rebalancing your parasympathetic nervous system, that's the relaxation bit, so that the fight-flight-freeze response in the sympathetic nervous system that loves stress, anger, frustration, irritation, it's the adrenaline junkie bit, that it just relaxes and it's no longer running the show. And then you've got a chance of your gratitude practice creating the shifts you're dreaming of. It makes it so much easier to smile. When you're feeling relaxed and alert, it's so much easier to open your heart to experiencing gratitude, thankfulness, happiness, joy, whatever it is that your gratitude practice brings to you. And you can catch yourself at this with a simple phrase in your self-talk, I have to. Any time I have to comes out to play in your life, you are struggling with what I call shoulditis. Yeah, you can see somebody who's in a really great mood suddenly say, oh, I have to, <sighs> I should, I must, I ought. It steals our freedom. It leaves us feeling obligated and trapped. And actually, when we're really honest, we have so much more freedom than we might realize, even if we like to be people pleasers and say yes far too often. If shouditis is playing for you in your gratitude or in your daily life, the simple phrase to turn it around on a sixpence is I choose to. And it doesn't matter what is happening in life, we can always choose how we want to experience it. So go and play with that this week. I'd love to hear whether shoulditis has been getting in your way, whether you've been ever doing your gratitude through gritted teeth. I'm not going to judge you. As I say, I have that t-shirt. Let me know week 11 in the Readers Club for a year full of gratitude or at the show notes, claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week 11. And next week in week 12, I'm going to be back where we're going to dive in more deeply on your hidden excuses and what you can do about them. I hope you have an amazing week and make sure you've got your copy of A Year Full of Gratitude. Mm -hmm.